Welcome to Fantasy Tea Time, episode number 14, with your host, Slazzy. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hope you are doing great today. Another podcast is going to do a quick recap of the BMW Championship before we discuss this week's Tour Championship. But yeah, let's give it up to Mr. Romstein. 66-footer was an all-time putt. Rom had a 1.4% chance of making it and a 28% chance of three-putting it, and he drained it. I thought DJ would win after the 43-foot bomb he rolled in to set up the playoff, but Rom came in clutch. Uh, that is Rom's second win this season, his first multiple-win season on tour. Both of his wins have come on extremely difficult golf courses. He won at the Memorial, which we know was tough. And now he won here. Congrats to Mr. Rom. Some pretty cool stats about this, though. First time since 1995 that the top two players in the world faced off in overtime. And uh, Olympia Fields played like a freaking major. Uh, A lot of people thought it was going to be a scoring birdie fest. I thought that it was going to be like that. And it was literally the complete opposite. Three under was the highest first-round leading score at a non-major event since 2014. And through 36 holes, only two players were under par, which is the fewest in a non-major event since the year 2000. So that's all I got about last week. Congrats to Mr. Rom. DJ continues his hot streak. He's still number one in the world. Heading into this week's Tour Championship. The top 30 golfers in the FedEx Cup standings are headed to Atlanta, Georgia, playing at East Lake Golf Club. We have a 7,400-yard par 70, four par threes, and two reachable par fives, one of them being the 18th hole. I love having an 18th hole par five. Uh, The par threes here are generally some of the toughest holes on the course and on the tour. Par fours here, we have five over 450 yards, five between 400 and 450 yards and two under 400 yards. The greens here are Bermuda grass. The closing stretch of holes can be very challenging for these guys, which could lead to some exciting finishes come Monday. Yes, Monday. The tournament starts on Friday. Off of the tee, golfers will see narrow fairways that are lined with trees and large fairway bunkers near the landing areas. The rough here is thick. Kenny Kim said on his podcast, shout out to the Fantasy Degenerates, that less than 50% of approach shots from the rough land on the green. So accuracy off the tee has a premium this week. Golfers will see different green sizes throughout the course, including some that have multiple tiers and some that slope from front to back. The greens will be firm and fast. So like I said, the tournament starts on Friday for a Monday finish, which I like. Monday's Labor Day. We're all off work, so we can watch the golf tournament come to a close. That's awesome. Uh, This is the second year of the staggered scoring format, which many people do not like, including myself. I would love to see the tour create a match play bracket event with the highest seeds getting a bye or letting them select their opponent. Maybe that will change in the near future. Excuse me. This is the first time in FedEx Cup playoff history that the top three players entering the tour championship are also the top three ranked in the official world golf rankings. That's pretty cool. Weather outlook, it looks great. No rain, no storms. High 80s and low 90s. 
Looks like some really, really good golf weather. Also potentially could make the course get firmer as the week progresses, which could make it a little more challenging. Nothing wrong with that. So yeah, the staggered scoring format. Um, this is meant to reward golfers for their season-long performance in the FedEx Cup. In years past, the Tour Championship winner was not always the FedEx Cup winner. This system eliminates that possibility. I get it, but like I said, not a huge fan. Anyways, let's look at the leaderboard entering Friday. So when these guys show up Friday to the first tee, they have a certain score that they have been rewarded based on their performance. Obviously, Dustin Johnson is number one. So he gets to start out at 10 under par, followed by John Rahm at 8 under, JT at 7 under, Webb Simpson at 6 under, and Colin Morikawa at 5 under. Starting at 4 under, we have multiple golfers. Daniel Berger, Harris English, Bryson DeChambeau, Sungjae M, and Hideki Matsuyama. At 3 under, Brendan Todd, Rory McIlroy, Patrick Reed, Xander Schauffele, and Sebastian Munoz. Two under, Lanto Griffin, Scotty Scheffler, Joaquin Neiman, Terrell Hatton, and Tony Finau. One under, Kevin Kisner, Abraham Anser, Ryan Palmer, Kevin Na, and Mark Leishman. And at even par, Cam Smith, Victor Hovland, Mackenzie Hughes, Cam Champ, and Billy Horschel. So, that is how all the golfers start out. Now, some of these guys have no chance at winning this tournament. I mean, if you're going to tell me that Cam Smith, Mackenzie Hughes, Cam Champ are starting out 10 strokes behind DJ, I mean, that's basically a 0% chance of winning this tournament. Now, that doesn't mean that some of these guys can't climb up the leaderboard and have some really nice return on value but if you're expecting some of these even one under even two under guys to win that probably ain't happening this week i mean the elite golfers are at the top and they're starting with a huge advantage so keep that in mind last year justin thomas was the the leader starting at 10 under but rory who started at minus five ended up winning the tournament so like I said, starts on Friday. We got a Labor Day finish. Some storylines to talk about this week. Rory is looking to become the first three-time winner of the FedEx Cup, but he is expecting his first child to be born any day now. Uh, kind of a surprise because Rory has not talked about this at all. Um, but yeah, his status is uncertain. He's mentioned that if his wife goes into labor Friday or Saturday, he is leaving. Um, obviously it's his first child. It's a huge deal. It's bigger than golf. He'll, he'll be playing in many more tour championships like he mentioned. So I am, uh, I'm worried about that. Dustin Johnson is looking for his first FedEx cup. This is his 12th consecutive year that he has qualified for Eastlake, which is the longest active streak on tour. Justin Thomas, the season's only three time winner looks to win his second FedEx cup. Victor Hovland and Scotty Scheffler are battling for Rookie of the Year honors. And Webb Simpson returns after not playing last week. Looks like he made a smart decision based on that golf course they played. Couple of course history. Let's talk about that. Uh, Dustin Johnson, five top tens since 2009. Justin Thomas, he's played here four times. He's finished sixth, second, seventh, and third. Webb, 
three top tens in seven tries. Hideki, three top tens in six tries. Rory, he's played here six times. He's got two wins and five top tens. Xander, played here three times, finished first, seventh, and second. Finau, two top tens in three tries. Kisner, last two times here, he's gotten two top tens. Billy Horschel, three times, finished seventh, first, and second. You also have a group of golfers that are seeing this golf course for the first time ever. Morikawa, Lanto Griffin, Scotty Scheffler, Neiman, Hatton, Hovland, Hughes, Champ, and Munoz. So let's get into the DraftKings picks and fades for the week. Um, the pricing is very different this week since there are only 30 golfers and we have this staggered scoring format. I will only be rostering 19 golfers this week. So I'm only rostering about 66% of the field. Uh, like I said, you need to keep in mind some of these golfers have zero chance of winning this event based on their starting position. I'm just hoping, we're all hoping that the guys we pick down low are guys that get a bunch of birdies and eagles and climb up the leaderboard to get into a decent spot. Even, even though they can't win, they could still crack into the top 15, top 10 and, and have some really good value for their price tag. So starting at 10K and above, Dustin Johnson is your most expensive golfer this week at $15,200. Um, obviously, that's a very high price tag, but it's because of the situation. Um, other guys I like in this range, John Rahm, JT, Webb, and Morikawa. Um, those are the five golfers I will be playing in this range. 8K and above. Hideki, Berger, Xander, English, Reed, and Finau. 6K and above. Scheffler, Hatton, Kisner, Hovland, Neiman, and Answer. And 5K and above. I know we normally don't have 5K, but they have several golfers in that range because of the format once again. I only like two guys, Horschel and Palmer. Um, that's all I'll be taking that low. So I will be I will be fading eleven golfers this week, starting with Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson is literally last in iron play in this entire field, which is arguably the most important stat this week. So I will be fading him. Rory McIlroy. I'm not risking the baby situation, and he also he hasn't been a very good golfer since the restart, and it's been very frustrating because I have used him a lot. So I'm not taking my chance on Rory. Other guys I'm fading, Brendan Todd, Sungjae Im, Munoz, Griffin, Kevin Na, Champ, Hughes, Smith, and Leishman. So those are my fades for the week. Um, give you my Slazzy six-pack for the week. Slazzy six-pack, JT, Webb, Berger, English, Hatton, and Hovland. Those are my six-pack golfers for the week. Um, one and done. It's easy for me this week. I've been saving him, and I hope he, I hope he does it. JT, let's roll, baby. Give me that dub. All right, guys. It's Tour Championship Week. Let's have fun. Let's get some money. Talk to you guys next time. See ya.